0: this is it's marathon week everybody shut the fuck up mona god man our dogs drive me nuts they started barking in the middle of the night last night it's marathon week and i still have a cough and i don't know what we're gonna do about that i don't think i'm gonna get much sicker than i am right now i've been running i look here let's 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 backtrack because i think this all should start with the shaming of tom segura Tom Segura talked out of his ass. That's what he does. He doesn't think things through. Oh, I could roller skate a marathon. But then when push came to shove, he just started backing out. Slowly but surely, he started backing out. Oh, are we really going to do this? Are we really going to? Tommy Skates doesn't really want to do this. And then serendipitously, he booked a movie with Donnie Wahlberg and uh, allegedly and uh, Rose McGowan. And that shoots. I mean, not my favorite cast, in my opinion. Donnie Wahlberg and Rose McGowan. They shoots in Atlanta. I think it's called. It's called Big Fat Dad. I think he plays Big Fat Dad. I'm not certain. I know they made him dry, dye his beard, so now he looks like Diamond Dallas Page back in the heyday. He looks like Randy Macho Man Savage. He looks like Diamond. He looks like Randy Macho Man Savage ate Diamond Dallas Page. Um. And I know you're probably thinking, Bert, don't stoop to him and push his levels. They always attack you, and you never attack them. You always take the high road. But look, I'm running the marathon. You're right. You're right. I'm better than that. I'm much better than that. Let's just say what's happening. I'm running the marathon Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I perform tomorrow night in Grand Rapids, and, and then I'm off to... Back to L.A. on Saturday. I land on Saturday. This is where it gets tricky because I probably will want to drink on the plane because my flight's at 5.45, so I'll probably bring some roadies. But I don't want to drink the night before my run. I want to sleep sober. I want to sleep good. I don't want to take a Xanax. I don't want to. I want to just sleep. So I'm going to try to exhaust myself all day. I got to pick up my race packet Saturday, and then bam. That race starts, I think, we, I think, 6:55 is when my corral starts. What's your plan, Bert? I told you, Bertle the Turtle, slow and steady. My main thing is keep moving forward in this marathon. Keep moving forward. Shuffling your feet like it's stripes, just shuffling, shuffling. That's all, every day. I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna go on the plane today. I'm gonna make a. a, a I'm on the flight today. I'm going to definitely drink on my flight today. I've been actually looking forward to it. I might get on the treadmill this afternoon. I might run Friday, but I'm not running Saturday. When I ran my half marathon, I didn't run at all. You're like, wow, this is a fascinating podcast, Bert. I'm glad we're doing more solo ones of you just talking about a fucking marathon that I've heard nonstop about. But look, I'm, I'm excited, okay? I just had a meeting. I had two meetings. I had a meeting with my team yesterday and then a meeting with my financial team today. And all I could think about was this goddamn marathon. And then in the middle, someone goes, so... Are those investments comfortable? Are you comfortable with those? And I was like, I'm thinking about the marathon. And then he goes, oh, my buddy made uh, race tats, which are uh, tattoos that I'll show you. I'll I'll pull them up so you can see them. Um, Race tats. The first time I pulled them up, by the way, it was just uh, black power, white power race race tats. (laughs) Yeah. But this is race tats. My buddy JV did them. And uh, they're basically... It's it's your pacing that didn't come up, fucking images. I'll show you what they are. See, you're getting all the race tats. These are numbers. That's not what this is. It's uh, I, I couldn't find. I'm I wondering if it's in my messages. Did my messages come in? Nope. So anyway, uh, it's race tats. It tells you the elevation and the pacing and the miles, which is really important because they say the Los Angeles Marathon is a is a thinking man's race. Let's see if I can find the let's see if I can find the course map for you so I can, I'm sure I've Googled it. I've Googled everything I have up here that I've Googled this past week. There's James Michael. I just had him on the podcast. That was a great podcast, by the way. I really enjoyed it. Uh, This is the seating for my show. This is the show. I Google my shows. There's something's burning. We're going to talk about that in a second. We got a new episode and then race tats. I guess it's not coming up. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, um, it, The LA Marathon is a thinking man's race. I'll pull up the course so that you can see what I'm talking about. LA Marathon course, and the elevations kind of fucked up. So take a look at this. Tell me what you think. Where's the elevation at? Great podcast, man. Great, great, really great podcast. Great podcast, man. I really like the course elevation. There we go. There we go. Here we go. So take a... God damn it, it's taking me back to the same fucking thing. Nope. Let's see if it's this one. This is for people online. No, it's not coming up. Anyway, it's, a st- it's steep and then it drops and then it's steep and then it drops and then it's steep and then it drops. And then once I run this, I'm going to do a number of things. I got a show in Sacramento the next following week. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to write two projects that I've been working on. Um, right two And then we're, in, I think we're going into production very soon on another project that I've, I've been working on, uh, which is going to be more interactive. I want, I want to talk about the Burt coins too. It's going to be more interactive. It's, it's, uh, it's, I, I, we're not certain, but I think what we're going to do is table reads. I think we're going to read the project on my podcast. We're going to allow you guys to submit notes on what you think about where the project's going. We're going to allow you guys to submit jokes. We're going to have open forums where we're going to write jokes. I, I, in all honesty, and I follow you guys on Twitter, some of you guys are the funniest fucking people out there, and especially because you don't care, and especially because I don't really f- like know who tweets everything. You might send me two or three jokes, but like yesterday I tweeted something about Tom not doing the marathon. And, man, I got the funniest fucking replies. I tweeted something about not uh, – about doing the marathon and wondering if being sick was – is if it was going to be dangerous. And some guy tweeted – it made me laugh so hard. He goes, uh, that's how my sister got pregnant. And I just was like, oh, what a fucking – what a fucking home run. Anyway, uh, so the marathon's Sunday. So wish me luck. I will – I'm just going to try to finish it in under 66 minutes. 6 hours and 45 minutes. That's Ari's dad's time. I just want to beat Ari's dad. I probably will not tell everyone my time. Only be, only I will let people know if I beat Ari's dad. I'm not going to give an exact time because I don't want Tom to have an opportunity to revamp his plan to beat me in roller skates and know what he has to beat. I want to, I want it to be open-ended. His ch- he had his chance. He had his chance. He gave up. Yeah. That's what I think. He gave up. It, i i've never done that i don't give up but like i know guys that give up tom gave up he's the new welch that's what ari said to me Ari's like i thought tom was doing this and i was like yeah, he's got a movie he's like yeah but he doesn't shoot on sunday he's not shooting you fly out and do the race and then come back Oh, i'll be so sore i'll be so sore oh so you're admitting it's difficult now oh, 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 oh. you know who else is gonna be sore who you I'm going to be very sore. I'm throwing a post party over at my friend's house where we're going to, I'm just, all I'm going to do is get drunk as fuck. And I'm thinking about on my ride backs, I'm Ubering back and forth. I'm thinking about, uh, getting the ultimate meal, which in my opinion would be, well, just as in an out burger really, if you're living in LA, but I wouldn't mind stopping by Taco Bell and getting a little, little, uh, Mexican pizza to start it off with, like like swing through L.A. and buy things, like but don't go crazy. Hey, can you pull into that Taco Bell? Can I just get one Mexican pizza with some fire sauce, four fire sauces, and cut it in fours? I'll put one fire sauce on each corner. That's one of my favorite things in the fucking world, and then swing by McDonald's. Can I just get some fries at McDonald's? Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, can you, <coughs> real quick, $6 cheeseburger? I think we talked about this with, did we talk about this with uh, Dan St. Germain? what the ultimate meal would be. Oh no. Todd glass. Dan St. Germain's coming up next week. Uh, that's the podcast we're going to release. It's fucking awesome. It starts off with legit, uh, intensity. Yeah. It it is such a good podcast. You're going to fucking love it. By the way, we do not shit on Nikki Glaser, Amy Schumer and Michelle Wolf. It will sound it. I think both of us were afraid we were talking negative about young female comics. We do not. We do not. Just so you know, we both, love those women we do not shit on them so if it does sound like we shit on them we're not I was trying to make a point and I think Dan got nervous whatever the how this whatever Dan got nervous that, that it was coming out negative and he was trying to cover tracks because he works for all of them and I was trying to stand my ground and say my point my point was just that They get put into a situation often that men don't get put into where they get a lot on their shoulders at a young age where men like myself uh, and Bill Burr and Segura and a lot of us, we don't see our success until like 37 where – and I was trying to say that this is the problem with the industry is sometimes at 37 with female comics, the business is like ages you out. And they're like, nah, man. Like look at Monique and – uh, Bert, are you going to do a solo podcast about stand up too? Really, <laughs> your your po- podcast is about stand up. Well, I, I thought I was going to hear the pirate song. So, uh, but that podcast is coming out next week. It's going to be really good. Something's Burning is coming out Monday. Brace for it.
1: Who are you, who who do you have on
0: with you? Something's Burning you is yeah, Brendan Schaub and Brian Callan. I will say, awesome. I will say across the board, Brendan Schaub... Brendan Schaub kind of steals the show a little bit. Yeah? Yeah, because he's so naturally endearing. I mean, everyone that saw it, everyone that was in the edit was like, what is going on? Like, he's just really likable in it. He's really, really, really likable. And Brian Callen is fucking hilarious. But Brendan playing off Brian, Brian being hilarious and Brendan playing off him is fucking gold. Am I funny in it? Not really. I, I think that's what we found. Uh I, I think it's just a conduit for fucking humor. I hope you enjoy it. That's it. I just hope. Look, my whole goal this entire year is free content. I just want you to have as much free content that I can make. I've got two more projects that are going to be kind of, uh, kind of uh, not podcasty, but m- more like vloggy, more um, unscripted. That we we worked. We're, we're shooting one. I think in the beginning of. In the middle of April, we're shooting one, which I, th- I know you guys will like. Uh, it's 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 kind of reminiscent of hot ones, but it's a little di- with a different spin. Mm. Like it's it's really cool. We're gonna shoot it in the man cave. My buddy John Mans is coming out to shoot it for me, and then um, and then you know we're pl- obviously we're planning a call and sick to work tour that I think will be in August. I'm not to like bury the lead or whatever, but uh, and then for that I think we're gonna bring John Mans along with us and have him shoot it just so that we can put out videos every day of like you follow so you can follow the tour and that you enjoy it and if you didn't get to go you get to see what it was like and if you get to go then you'll be in it and we're gonna do like little segments there put up cameras and just have fun it's just about being having fun the business has changed so much that you just want to (coughs) make sure you have fun it's like we talked about this one time i'll talk about this again i talked to my director todd bierman for my special my special (coughs) by the way very very happy with it we're in the edit right now i'm gonna be in the <clears throat> I'm going to be in The uh, studio Or in the edit bay next week Giving minor cut, cuts But uh, my manager is taking a look at it The executive producer Tony One of my best friends throughout my entire life Who just happened to, to produce it Also uh, He's given his notes And Todd the director's giving his notes So by the time I get it We should be good uh, it, For me at that point It's just things where I think I want things to pop and I want good intro music. God bless Tony Hernandez for telling me not to to go out with no music. Because that was the best fucking idea he I, it's the best thing. At, oh, thank God. But um the <coughs> I was talking to Todd and we were talking one night, we were drinking before the night before the special, and uh he was we were talking about scuba diving, he was saying, Don't go scuba diving. We should I should play the video of the yes. fucking elevators. So he's like, I was like, I, he, he was saying, you should go scuba diving. And I was like, yeah, every time I've ever gone scuba diving, it fucking sucks. He goes, really? I go, yeah. I'm like, I'm freaked out. It's And he was like, have you, oh, I fucking froze it. I got to start it. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. You got it. I'm going to save and cancel. Uh, let's just get rid of that. And then he was like, well, tell me about the times you've gone scuba diving. And I told him. He was like, those don't seem enjoyable at all. I was like, no, they're not. He was like, wait, why would you do that? And I was like, that's just what happens. By the way, here's the elevation for the course. I just found it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so here it is for the LA Marathon, not to go back. It starts at 600 feet. Not a ton of elevation change, but 300 feet between friends is a lot. And then by mile three, it drops all the way down. So the first three miles are going to be a fun three miles. It's down by the stadium. You're just running down through, I think, Echo Park and just going all downhill. And then throughout downtown, it gets a little hilly. You climb back up. You're up and down. Here's where it gets really good. Now, it's pretty flat from mile 7 to mile 13. And at mile 13, mile 14, we're at the Comedy Store. This is where we'll get our second win. So I'm running it with Jesus Trejo is running it with me. At mile 14 is the Comedy Store. We're gonna stop, take a picture at the comedy store, running the marathon. Of course, I'm gonna take pictures throughout and post them all day to Instagram. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna make this fun. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to race. I want a sightseeing tour through LA. Do something. We're gonna do a picture at Grauman's Chinese Theater, Dodger Stadium, Olivera Street, Little Tokyo, Echo Park, uh, Muso and Franks. I love Muso and Franks. Uh, the Walk of Fame, Hollywood and Vine, Pantages. Uh, the Chinese Gromit Theater, Whiskey-A-Go-Go. We're going to take pictures at all these, but at 14, it starts going downhill and it goes downhill hard and then kind of slow climbs up by through San Monica, which will be a fucking bore at mile 20. It starts climbing up. That's when you hit the wall. And of course the wall is mile 20 to mile 24, 23. And then at 23, all the way to the end, it's all downhill. So the last three miles will just be a fucking cruise downhill. I like
1: that the comedy store is like halfway. So once you get there, you can go, okay.
0: Yeah. Comedy store is halfway. Like,
1: yeah, that's cool.
0: And uh, and then this is the map. It shows you that first little six miles sucks dick. It really does. It's going to be a rough six miles. But then we're, we're all just flat running all the way until we get to the store pretty much. And then once you're at the store, it's all downhill from there until it's back uphill. Anyway... <coughs> so i talked to todd and we were having cocktails and elevators sharks bay and he was like you need to do a dive that you want to do every dive i've ever done has been like first open water dive we're going at 50 feet uh to nothing, just to do the the technical stuff. I did it with this girl, Callie. Callie gets down there, very very simple. All you got to do is drop your regulator, look at your partner. We're holding on to each other's bcs BC, or uh, yeah, bcs yeah, bcs. We're on our knees at 50 feet, and it's and the sun's setting. It's dark. We can't see anything around us. It's kind of murky, and we're just on our knees at the bottom at 50 feet. She drops her regulator out of her mouth, does the cutoff sign to me. And I'm supposed to give her my regulator. I do. She forgets to clear it and she sucks in the water and starts choking. We're at 50 feet. There's no exit strategy. That's like that. So that's one of my dives, right? Oh my God. Uh, guy, the guy who's our dive instructor saved her life. He took his BC crammed it in her mouth and hit the air and just powered it into her throat. And so it was all air is just flooding her throat and she's coughing out water, but air is flooding her throat. She's coughing out water. And then he looks at both of us and he's like, we're going up right now. We get up to the top. She's crying. I'm freaked out. I just watched her technically die. And then he's like, we're done. And then, and then Callie's like, no, we have to do this because she knows we're in production schedule. That's one of the things I told you about the other day. The production, I'm shocked more people don't get killed in production. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> we go back down and we do the, I go, I'll do it. Cause just one of us needed to do it. I do it. I clear it. We get our thing. The next day we go, our next dive is like 70 feet, 60 feet. And I fuck it up. I end up, end up dropping to 90 and it, like, no, and it's, it's fucking horrible weather. It's uh, five foot seas. We're in a, we're in a steel boat. There's lightning and, and we're in a rush because we're racing the. it's going to get dark and we won't be able to see anything. It's, it sucked. And then the next one was in fucking Japan in 10 foot seas. People are throwing up on the boat. We're getting the water. And we're watching them throw up over the side. People are throwing up and their regulators oh, are getting seasick. Man. These are the dives I've done. And so I tell Todd, I go, I don't want to do those fucking dives. And he's like, no, that makes sense. And where are the elevators at Sharks Bay? I should just put it in YouTube. And so he's like, you need, you know, most people dive to their comfort level. I was like, I've never dove into my comfort. I don't have a comfort level. And he was like, yeah, the... Oh my god! I want to talk about um, I want to talk about uh, DJ Envy. Anyway, so he's like, "Yeah, you need to find you need to find a dive you want to do." So I was looking for dives. I think this is the one. I was looking for dives. Yeah, this is the one. I love this video. It Freaks me out so. This much. video is so. This is Sharks Bay. This is over on the North Shore. It's by Waimea Bay, and it's really beautiful because there's a bunch of reefs around there, but the elevator's these holes in the reef, and this guy's looking into a hole. I'll I'll cut the audio. Cut the audio so we don't get pulled. And uh, this is what he's doing. By the way, I'm going to start holding my breath now and see if I can do it. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Good job. It's like a minute long, isn't it? Where he holds his breath. And there's a guy behind him going like, I guess I'll follow you. By the way, this makes my hands sweat. I can't do it. Mm -mm. Look at that. That's his GoPro, I'm guessing. By the way, we did something similar to this. You did? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I've done something very similar to this a number of times. Look at this. By the way, can I tell you? A lot of times when I dove down... That deep I run out of breath here and you're racing to the top That is fucking intense look at him he does it again Mm -mm. He does another one that's even more sketchy. We did this thing i'll hit pause (coughs) We did this thing in new zealand called the birthing canals and so we went uh, spelunking. when you go into caves And it looked so timid and there is it. Is, there's two routes in this thing we went in. You can go a very casual route, or you can do like the more intense route. So for TV, they're like, "Let's go the intense route." I'm saying to everyone, we've all checked this, right? We're all cool with this, right? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine." The first thing he says when we get off the, the beaten path into the caves, and we're by the way we're in waist high water, chest high water at some places. He's like, and but we get there, and he goes, "All right, everyone into the birthing canal." The birthing canal is maybe as a little bigger. I would, I'm would. i going to ballpark it at 22 inches diameter only because I know that I've been in a hole similar to this. I, I did a spelunk trip in Austin where we had to rappel down a hole for 100 feet and it was 27, 22 inches width. And so when I got in, I had to have one arm down and one arm up because I couldn't, if my arms were like this, I'd get stuck. So I had to have my arms like this. And it was a hundred feet down that whole tunnel. Whoa. So when you went in and I, they told me it was like eight feet of that and then it opens up and you rappel down a hundred feet. But it was a hundred feet down this tunnel. And the guy's like, Leo, Yo, if you see, if you see this little opening, do not go in there. He goes, cause if you go in there, you'll get stuck and we won't be able to get you out. I was like, oh my God. And by the way, if he had not told me that I would have gone in the opening. I would have definitely gone in the opening because it looked like that's where we were supposed to go. It definitely and and then I had to shove myself into another smaller hole from the opening. I had to ignore it and go into a smaller hole. It was intense.
1: In a cave.
0: In a cave in Austin. It's 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 really it's a manhole cover, is what is and they open the manhole cover and you feel steam just go out and then they're like all right get in the hole and we repelled down that not even repelled where they lowered us they just lowered us. Um, that was the one one of the ones I did. I did one, but the birthing canal. He's like, all right, everyone in the birthing canal, by the way, I have guys with audio bags and gear and cameras that have to go into the birthing canal. So we get in and it is roughly the size of your body. But what's even scarier is that the water's high. (coughs) So your head's hitting the top of it, but your lips are just out of the water. Like you're just like this to keep your lips out of the water so you can breathe. And at times when you go through, you definitely take a breath and go under this is, by the way, this whole trip through this side was like that, where you'd get into a place and you had one foot from your head to the ceiling of water. And, and, and then, and then it got even worse because by the way, they have lights. My buddy, John Mann is the guy that's coming out to shoot the thing. He had lights the whole time. So he had light because he want you can't see anything. So he's got a light next to his camera. So anytime they're filming you, you are blinded by a light. All you know is you can't breathe. You can't see. It was so panic inducing and I'm prone to panic, but in a weird way, and I think this plays into what PTSD is, is you, you, you just, you go, we'll deal with these emotions later. I need to get the fuck out of here. There was one point where he was like, all right, we're going up a waterfall. I'm going to grab you. I'm going to pull you behind the waterfall. That's where you take your breath. Then once you take your breath, you start climbing up. And then you go in the waterfall. By the way, it is a full-blown waterfall. It is pounds and pounds of water hitting your face. No breathing. And there's no breathing as you go up it. You're climbing up a waterfall. I think we had harnesses on, and I think they had you harnessed, and they were pulling you up too. But I remember him pushing me behind the waterfall, and you could hear they're shouting. Everything's loud. He's like, breathe, 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 and we're going. And you're like, there's no thinking about it. Dude, when I got out of there, we were running late for our next shoot, and we, I got out of there, and we ended up into a, a pool, like a little beautiful pool. It looked like kind of like the pool from a uh, from vacation with Ed Helms, like that cesspool. Like I don't know what was fucking in there, but I got in that cesspool and I laid on my back and I prayed to God. I was like, "Thank you for getting me out of this, God." It was so sketchy, but that all my experiences with everything I did for Travel Channel were like that. They were never relaxed. They were never like. This, like some were Some were really great <coughs> Going to Lake Powell was an amazing experience um, Some of them were really awesome Vietnam was really cool Rock climbing in Vietnam was really cool But like some of them were just Just really fucking And so scuba diving was one of those things So I'm, we're going to Hawaii at the end of the month And I was like I want to go scuba diving And I want to go on my time I want to go where I enjoy it I want to hire a guide and say Here's what I want I don't want to go deeper than 50 feet i want to float around a reef at like 15 feet Mm -hmm. i just want to float around and giggle and be like and i want to go deeper when i want to go deeper and by the way that's what people do when they go scuba diving that's what everyone does except for me that's what everyone fucking does i gotta i gotta play this this is this was going viral today what is it dj envy i don't know what that is i haven't heard of it and then we'll end on this because I gotta get out of here. I gotta get a plane. Okay, DJ M B walks out of the be- Breakfast Club interview. Let's see if we can find this. I think on Twitter it'll be easier. But and, and you know what's so interesting is I'm so into hip hop and I'm so into the the hip hop shows like Sway, DJ the Breakfast Club, Hot ninety seven. I think Hot ninety seven is a no. Hot ninety seven is not in the Breakfast Club. That's Ebro. Um he was trending today. So my buddies Oh Jesus and Miro my buddies Jesus and Miro and by the way <coughs> I have vested interest. I'm fans of theirs. I know I've explained that guy who explained fandom to me to, on the last podcast with James Michael, but I'm fans of theirs. I'm fans of theirs because I found them and, I, and they made me laugh. I was introduced to my buddy by my buddy Vincent and they made me laugh. And then they made me laugh every morning. Every morning I watch them and I get a kick out of them. They're irreverent. They're young. They're, they're, they're hip hop. They're New York. They're just really cool guys. And then I literally fought to get on their show. I was like, I want to be on their show. And I know stay in your lane is like the, that's like the, the, the cover all of 2018 with Trump and whatnot. Stay in your fucking lane. But man, I did it. And I wasn't, I was, I probably wasn't their best guest they've ever had but it was funny shit and I get a kick at him. So they go on and they talk shit about everyone. And here's the crazy thing is they really promote New York radio because they talk about New York radio all the time on their show. They have a, they have a show on vice that Viceland that is airs everywhere. And they always talk about Charlemagne and freaking DJ envy. And they talked about, they just blew up Charlemagne the other day because, uh, what, what's the girl's name? The black, black chick Monique. Monique went on and called out Charlemagne and kept calling him by his street name. It was awesome. Monique calling out Charlemagne was like so badass because you were like because Charlemagne was cool about it. He was a little pissed, but he was like, and she said stuff like, Don't worry, the streets are coming for you, or something like that. You know, I'm paraphrasing. You don't stand behind your black women. Trust me. And oh, it was fucking intense. So then this morning, this is hang on let's see let's see if we can see the so i'll tell you what happened so i'm not going to show you the call out video because that's not interesting but what is interesting is dj and walking off set dj uh deezus said something about something disrespectful about uh dj MB's wife it was very light by the way in my opinion it was just like you know she knows those DJ MB checks because she was like, I don't know him as DJ MB. Like, I know him as my husband, which is what my wife would say. And then he goes, Oh, but she knows those DJ MB checks. It was just basically saying, like, yeah, it was. It wasn't even a slam. Like, yeah. if you said to my wife, my wife doesn't know the machine. My wife does know the machine. But if, like, if she's like, I don't know the machine. My kids don't know the machine. And then Diza said, Yeah, but they know those machine checks. I would be. But that's a, diff- a little bit of difference. And I would say between black and white, but I think in age of men. -hmm. It's like some men don't like their families talked about at all. You know, like, it doesn't really bother me. I think if you make fun of my kids, it would hurt my feelings, or I'd be like, I'd be like, bro, why would you do that? But if you talk shit about my wife, I'd probably join in, you know? But that's, but things are different. And, and and definitely, I know this in in New York hip hop radio stations. You don't talk about people's kids or their wives. You do not. I know that. I know, and Miro comes on and says he doesn't like anyone talking about his wife. But that's, it's a respect thing. And I think that's, I think it's a tad bit cultural, but Kevin Brennan just did it to this guy, which was a great fucking video. Great video on Jim and Sam. He just did it to this guy who said, I'll fuck your daughter. And Kevin Brennan was like, what the fuck? And stood up and tried to fight him. Now that's a little more intense than what uh, Deezus said about DJM. He just basically said she knows those checks. And I think his wife was upset going like, I love him. I'm not here for the money, you know? But then this is what happened, okay? Hold on one second.
1: You can just let that slide, though, and then it won't even No, be but issue. you
0: know, but it's it's a hip-hop show. Okay, yeah. Hang on. I see. Hang on. <laughs> so that's DJMV walking out. Now watch Charlemagne. This is why I love Charlemagne. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. City tour, so Brilliant branding. Sure that <laughs> uh, uh, Bronx, 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 Jesus. That that, please, please right that's why I love Charlemagne. I believe... By the way, that's an interesting slam. <laughs> <laughs> he said that M-word is light-skinned. As if he can't take... St- I-, I was like, what? Is that a new insult? All <laughs> like that. That. That that right
1: light skin instead my of is, not having thick honest, skin
0: yeah this us. is <laughs> them it, it, defending it my is, he just pressed us on air about it we apologize this should be old. that's true mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I'm, am i wrong and for I that get
1: yeah. it, it seemed it felt like a harmless joke but to him people don't really know their whole story so people I mean, do i think what it is is that people probably do say oh she's just with him for the money all the time but he probably felt like we cool Y'all come on the show, and Gia definitely has held him down from the
0: beginning. Yeah, yeah. I love when I love and what I love about hip hop. We thought we was cool because like we joke on I love when hip hop when they're like they have to use hip hop phrases to speak about things. D- Gia has definitely held him down, and you're like, it doesn't sound as cool when you I hold you down, boo. You know, but uh, I gotta get I gotta here. So I obsessed about this this morning. I saw the walkout. I love Jesus Amiro, so I'm watching them on anything they're on. And then I see them get called out, and they were very repentant. They apologized. I think they, part of them was like, it is a joke. I think they were standing behind that. That's what upset him. And then I think, in, in DJ Envy's defense, and by the way, I am the only one defending him. Twitter, Black Twitter is tearing him apart. Really? 20,000 tweets about DJ Envy this morning at 6 in the morning when this went down. 20,000. He went viral quick. And everyone was tearing him down. And I'll defend DJ Envy in that I think they were having fun and he was still upset. And he was just being like, I think he was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a breather. I don't think he thought it would turn out to be what it is. I can't believe I'm talking about these, but this is what I'm obsessed with. I love, I do love hip hop. I don't talk about it much. I love stand up comedy. I love vacationing. And, uh, and I love booze. That's what I'll and marathons. So we'll post this. Uh, we'll post this this week. We'll post it Friday or whatever. Um, I think that's all the all the all the stuff I've been googling. Let's take a real quick once over and see if there's anything else. The Tom Ari stuff that was uh, that was James Michael. We'll close that window out. Oh, let's see what's going on real quick in the entertainment news. I love doing this. Mm-hmm. I love entertainment news. I, I I could really be an entertainment news biographer. 35 minutes. Uh, maybe we should go a little bit longer. We'll get it to like 40. I don't want to kill you guys with an hour of me just talking shit. Rihanna Snapchat says, App made a joke of 2000 Chris 9 Brown Assault. Okay. Okay. Don't really care. I, I'm just shocked that that guy has a career. I'm. I'm oh, yeah. You watched
1: his documentary, huh? Yeah. And then you were like, Ah, I just feel so bad for this guy. Wait a
0: minute! Yeah, that documentary was a fucking fluff yeah, piece. Yeah. Hitler had a very comparable one where he <laughs> he shot it up as his, his dacha where they brought his dog up. Did you ever see that? No. Oh, they brought it. Hit, so they were trying to uh, change Hitler's. Like they wanted to. Like they're like, your brand's a little rough. Um, we want to we want to kind of make you a little more like user friendly. So um, so we're not none of the Heil Hitler. That seems aggressive how about this how about we get you a dog so they got hitler a dog a shepherd german shepherd and they bring it up to his dacha Uh, by the way uh norm mcdonald's special was called hitler's dog so so he talks about this in this I, i don't know if he talks about this i think he talks about something else anyway they go and they're shooting video of hitler and the dog's coming close and there's no sound in it and i'm sure they're like hitler pet the fucking dog and he's like huh I've never done that. I've only killed them, exterminated them, and they're like pet the fucking dog. Hitler, and he's like, "Oh, okay." So he reaches down to pet the dog, and clearly it's Hitler's dog. He knows the guy behind closed doors. He's had a few run-ins with him when he's had a few steins of beer, and the dog just goes Hee! and whimpers away from Hitler, and it backfired. But the Chris Brown documentary, and by the way, I- I'm just saying, like, hold the fuck, like, hold the line, people. If you're not gonna be cool with people beating up women, then it's got to be all people. Like, I don't hit my wife. I don't hit my wife for a number of reasons. Number one, the only time I've ever taken a swing at anyone, I was drunk, and I'm afraid I'm going to miss her. But I don't hit my – it's a joke, by the way. I don't hit – just so you know, if you're listening, I probably heard me tell that on stage one time. I don't hit my wife. I don't hit my wife because I love her and I respect her, and I don't hit anybody. I don't hit people. I don't hit people. How about that? We also don't hit people. I don't like people who hit people either. And, but, like, across the board, across the fucking board, okay? It's so what the thing that fucking frustrates me about this. It seems like it's got a little selective. American Idol, Katy Perry didn't sexually harass him. Whoa. By the way, Katy Perry, I would like to play a game called uh, Sexual Harassment or I Have a Heart On. God, sexual harass me all you want, Katy Perry. She is so fucking hot. I guess I guess if it's if you're I guess it would be weird. I had a dream I cheated on Leanne last night. Uh, the dream was this is so bizarre, but the dream was for half of it I was Captain America, <laughs> and people were trying to catch me cheating on my wife, and I knew that my wife was sleeping with another guy, and I want and my wife wasn't Leanne by the way. I, I mean it kind of was, but it kind of wasn't, and I was like. I knew that he was sleeping with this one girl that also wanted to sleep with me. So in my head, I thought, if I can catch the two of them in a hotel room and then show it to Leanne, then she'll come back to me because she'll know the guy she's sleeping with is a cheater as well. (laughs) I was also dressed as Captain America, but I was wearing Captain America pajamas and the hat. So like really goofy pajamas and the hat. So, So I go into the room... And the girl, I realize, is in on it. She realized... Her and the guy are actually close. And now she's going to try to lure me into her. And he's going to catch me to prove to Leanne that I cheat. Oh, shit. But the girl was smoking hot. She was so fucking hot. So I get up to her room and I'm explaining the plot of how we're going to catch the two of them. And she's like, he's not even coming. But I'm Captain America, so I know he's downstairs. She's like... He's not even coming. It's just me and you. And she's wearing a loose fitting top. And the doorbell rings and it's and uh, it's room service. And they've b- delivered uh, Tito's and soda, big bottle of Tito's, big bottle of soda and some Diet Cokes. And in my head, I was like, oh, they're trying to catch me. Mm-hmm. Because no matter if I hide, Liam will see Tito's and soda and know that I'm in the room. So I go over to the door. I go grab that. She goes and grabs it. She goes, I locked the door. I go, okay. So I go over the door to see if the door is locked. And the door is open, but the lock's opened. So the lock's keeping it open. And I went, oh, this bitch (coughs) is trying to get me. I know this is going on. So now I go into the bedroom. And she's totally naked. And she looks amazing. Amazing. And so I'm like, all right, I'll fool around a little bit. So I get totally naked with her. But I still have the Captain America mask on. Naturally. And I get in bed. And I hear a knock at the door. And I I say to her, I go, get rid of the Tito's and soda and I nod my head and I disappear right and I see the the sheets go she's in bed by herself now and I end up in the bathroom I'm in the bathroom and I'm like fuck how do I I gotta get out of the bathroom because if that's Leanne or if that's a guy it doesn't matter I'm still in the fucking room and I'm naked all I have is Captain America hat on (coughs) the guy she leaves and goes to check to the door and it is the guy I walk out of the bathroom I climb out the window and in Captain America style, I creep up the wall with my superhuman strength. I creep up the wall backwards. I'm I'm on the outside of a building 12 stories up above the window by like five feet. And I'm holding myself there naked in a Captain America hat on. And I hear the two of them talking. I hear the guy and the girl talking. Where is he? She goes, he was just here. He was just here. And then I hear Leanne's voice. And I'm like, oh. So I flip around so that I can like peek in the window. So now I'm upside down above the window. Almost like Spider-Man, right? Captain America hat on, totally naked. And I go to look in the window. And Leanne opens the window and looks out. And she goes, I know you'd be there. You're fucking Captain America. Like, if you're anywhere, it's going to be outside the window. And I was like, oh, busted. And I was busted. Then I woke up. I don't know why I told you that fucking dream. Anyway. Uh, Somebody please animate that one uh Danny Boyle says he's writing and directing James Bond 25 uh I'd be cool with the black James Bond Tomb Raider perils of blockbusting I don't really care Minaj Drake Travis Scott Juju Smith Schuster Twitch viewer okay I don't care oh that's the Twitch I don't really understand Twitch I know young Jamie does it yeah you watch people play video games yeah but that's fucking fascinating it's not (laughs) Willie Wonka star was on Jeopardy and the internet was so shook. Oh, he broke the internet. I hate fucking lame sayings like that. Sliding into Monday is like, it's stale. It's staleness. If my kids do that, I get mad at them. So I, but but that ass be like, oh, fuck off. Don't ev- I hate those sayings. I hate, broke the internet. Oh, shit. Burt Reynolds still considers Sally Field the love of his life. By the way, I'd pay to watch that porn. Uh, Sally Sally Fields is one of the hottest fucking women alive today. Still, she's still beautiful. A lot of people say Leanne looks like Sally Fields. I don't see it. New Avengers Infinity War teaser is released. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's royal wedding. Everything you need to know. I don't need to know any of it. Actually, am I invited? Nope. I know that they invited like 900 uh, pedestrians. I know that Nikki Glaser got in trouble for making Meghan Markle smiles. Like everyone's, like, everyone's like, why would you insult her like that? And it becomes tricky because Meghan Mark- Markle's a woman of color, and and any white feminist now is getting attacked for being a white feminist and not like supporting all women of color. And poor Nikki was like, she just is like, re- she likes her. She's a fan, and she's replicating her smile. That's it. It's a, it's a stupid Instagram post, and they're fun to watch. Nikki try to fucking replicate Meghan Markle's smile, and people attacked her. Oh, why would you do that? And Poor Nicky was like, I'm not fucking making fun of her. Jesus Christ, I'm a comedian. Who gives a fuck? <coughs> Shout out to Prince Harry for fucking marrying a black chick, right? Dude, I love that guy. He's so much better than William. He's my favorite. And by the way, this is the same guy that wore a Hitler costume to a fucking party in Vegas. Yeah. As a prince? Dude. What? Yeah, I'll pull that up, up, up right now. No, I'm that's so certain that's true. I might have made that up. Prince Harry, Hitler. I'm sure that fucking royal
1: prince harry hitler
0: prince harry goes nazi <laughs> yup you see it he wore a nazi costume here take a look at that do you see that he wore a nazi costume to a party he looks i mean he looks like one of those desert nazis though and you can't blame them they were just fighting the war in africa right <laughs> all right where were we at with uh entertainment
1: uh i just looked up sally fields and she she does look like leanne oh really they look, yes they look so close they have like the same smile brown hair eyes
0: uh harper lee's estate sues up her broadway version of mockingbird harper lee just died harper lee apparently was a uh, the her last book came out apparently allegedly was like a raising, raging racist but she was just a woman that was born in the south in the fucking teens so i mean it was like yeah what did you her, she was progressive for then. Um, Georgia does this thing. Georgia's reading To Kill a Mockingbird. And so Georgia will do the voice that is uh, the the narrator. I think, what, what's her name? Jen is the brother. Um, Scout is the narrator. And she will do Scout's voice in an old southern accent. But she'll tell the story in ridiculous ways and go, Copernicus, not Copernicus, Copernicus capernia Copernia what's the type in to kill a mockingbird capernia capernia ca- made me a waffle out of a flip-flop this morning and i took a bite in i smacked jen as hot as i could across the face and i said "Jin, this is the best damn waffle i've ever had made out of a flip-flop capernia said boo radley love she'll tell stories and it makes me laugh so hard uh, what was the Caperna? Yeah, Calpurnia. Calpurnia. Calpurnia made me a flip-flop waffle this morning. Me and Jen didn't want no sweet butter on it. <laughs> Robert De Niro says he won't stop criticizing President Trump. Scott McCurry describes his five more minutes success. Don't know who he is. Kendall Jenner pushes back on rumors about her sexuality. Don't really care. Jennifer Lopez on her Me Too moment with the director. I was terrified. Dude, what the fuck, man? Who was a director? I haven't been abused in the way some women have, but I have been told by a director to take my shirt off and show my boobs. Yes, I have. I did it. I did. did it, But did I do it? No, I didn't. Yeah, I've been told. Uh, I've been asked to take my shirt off. I'm a guy, so I don't really care. But there is weird casting things like and then you don't know if they're doing it. If they're doing and by the way, she doesn't have like huge boobs. So like
1: Who asked J Lo to take their shirt off? Like, don't you know Well,
0: there was a what? time she wasn't J Lo. She was just a oh, dance, was she was just Jenny then. from the block. Right. <laughs> yeah. Kathy Lee Gifford still talks with Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. I don't judge them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <coughs> I have no words for that I have no I mean I I have no fucking words for that I still talk to Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein I don't judge them oh. Chris Cuomo he's off he's doing mornings I think he's going over to NBC to the girls party they got going over there or fucking Cardi B I don't know anything about Cardi B I'm keeping her out of my brain hmm. escape to Margaritaville Oh, that's going to be fucking awesome. By the way, I'm a big Jimmy Buffett fan. I'll yep. always be a Jimmy Buffett fan.
1: I got really sick in Vegas from his margaritas.
0: <coughs> oh, drinking too many of them? were food poisoning.
1: Yeah, drinking too many of them. It was so sugary and so sweet that I, I felt like complete dog shit when I got back to the hotel. Oh,
0: My car picks me up in 45 fucking minutes. I don't think I'm going to have time to run. Maybe I'll know. run hard for like 30.
1: Just run on the mic and just explain to us how you're doing.
0: Uh, (laughs) i wish um i talked to uh i talked to uh let's see who's on hot ones i I was looking up hot ones the other day because of this project we're working on and i was looking at their cast pretty fucking pretty badass he's revealing killing it he really is he's awesome man i love sean sean yeah um and then let's just see let's just hit up youtube real quick and see what's trending on youtube and then we'll wrap this up by the way this is technically all the stuff this podcast that's add-on we do is just a little catch-up it's a little bit of a, a solo one it's mostly for me to try to write material I you know that i talked to bill about it and bill's like yeah it really helps me write because i go on and i talk about the stuff in my head and i kind of freestyle with it and i talked to delia the other day and he was saying the same thing he was like yeah it really helps me writing and i'm i just finished that hour and i'm having a hard time writing new jokes the only joke i've written is uh I wish they had a fleshlight attachment for Alexa so I could shut her up the right way. Just there is no. Metam-
1: <laughs> she turned on.
0: Fucking bitch. Jesus um, and Miro. It's all I have. Charlemagne versus Monique, the Joe Budden podcast. This is all like TK Kirkland. They were talking about uh, whether or not black people find Chappelle funny. And so all the like, all the, there's a, sh- a genre of, of comedy that is like black comics, like TK Kirkland's show. You've never seen anything like it in your life. I, I, I stayed one night to watch him. He's really funny. And he, but he's like, he's, he's like, he's got the streets love TK Kirkland. Like they love him. And I, I mean, I'm trying to say that the right way, but like his shows are all black, but it's. When you see an all black audience like that, it's not, it's not like a white audience. Like there's, they, they sit differently in their chairs and they're getting up and walking around and they are talking, but they're not being disrespectful about talking mm. and they're paying attention. It's really fascinating. It's very different than a white show. And I think, uh, uh, Faison love came out and said, N words don't like Dave Chappelle "N words don't laugh at Dave Chappelle. I'm paraphrasing. Obviously he said the real word and people disagree with him. But then, uh, Aries Spears came out and agreed with him, kind of. Not slamming Dave, but just saying that Dave didn't come up in the, in the black rooms, which is accurate. But he was also, but that was not accurate really because he started in DC. Name they, they call DC Chocolate City. His best friends are black dudes who are not. They're, not, they're by the way, Dave's not a like a a white acting black dude. He's a black dude. He's fucking like he's a regular fucking dude, but he's black. He's not. He's not like 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 they're trying to paint him out as Wayne Brady or something. He's not and by the way, Wayne Brady's a real black dude. I'm just you know this is dangerous territory for a white guy to talk about, but I'm telling you what I was googling. And so then TK Kirkland came out and he actually defended Dave. He said that yes, the mostly he was playing to white audiences when he was younger. But that was the business. That was how the business was fu- shaping him. But when the Chappelle came, show came out, the then black audiences embraced him because it was funny. And and I think everyone embraced him. But I think everyone discovered him, really discovered him on the Chappelle show. And by the way, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm not saying one side or the other is right. I will say personally, I, I, I can't tell you if black people thought he was funny because I'm not black. And I've never been like hanging out with black people knowing to, that what they find funny or not find funny. I've always found him funny as fuck. That's all I'll say. Uh, Al Pacino's playing Bo- Joe Paterno. Uh,
1: I have a question. Shoot. Uh, you were there at that like 6'9 guys fight, right? At the airport yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah. And you posted about it. And then I-, I remember looking him up and I was like, this is intense. This guy is weird. Yeah,
0: he's a weird dude. By the way, everything I everything I Google is so fucking... Look at you him. Know, I, I just... Literally, I just Google, like, anything black guys do. That and eating contests in Rogan. Um, Yeah, I I pulled up when the fight was ending, and uh, it was fucking chaos. It was legit chaos. And I, I saw the cops talking to the other guys, and I saw them, cops following the other guys in. I mean, it was like, just to put it in perspective, I was almost... When I checked in my bags, curbside, and then I got in line for security and I was with him in line for security. So that's how close we were oh, to wow. the fight. Um, but then, and then this is, I made a mistake, but I, I was celebrating him a tad bit on Instagram because he, he, his album was coming out Friday and it was, this was Wednesday or Thursday. I was like, oh, of course he gets. I was like, I bet he staged that fight. I bet he hired guys to come out. TMZ was there. TMZ caught all of it. It's all on TMZ if you want to see it. And uh, I mean, I can pull it up so you see it. Why, you're like, what, why won't you pull it up right now, Bert? 6-9 um, TMZ. And I was like, what a genius guy for staging a fight. And then, you know, that's so smart. And then everyone was like, so like, by the way, I'm, I'm pulling up right now in my car as this fight's happening. Dun, dun, dun. Come on, TMZ. But, and so, and then a bunch of people texted me and they're like, yo, the Mexican mafia is after him. Like, don't call him a genius. You're, you don't know who you're supporting. Like a lot of people came after me and were like, Bert, you don't know. What you're saying, man, he's not a genius. He molested a child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Like I don't I was like it was my Instagram story. I was like I don't I don't really like the guy, I'm just telling you. You're
1: not like a fan of him.
0: Here, here, here. By the way, six nine kinda of, this is him, Takashi Six Nine, the guy with the yellow hair. He kinda of gets worked in this fight. Look, watch this. Watch your watch your boy right here take his shirt jacket off. Oh, I guess this is going down. Let me put my jacket inside then. No, 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 we're not done. No, we're not done. Watch this. He gets punched. He gets punched. This was the fight. By the way. I'll tell you when I pull up. Right here. Bam! Not a hard hit. Not a hard hit. Okay. Now the way, by the way these two guys are working Takashi 69's posse. And Takashi 69's running around like I want to do something, I want to do something. And then all of a sudden, he gets worked. Here, watch him get thrown. He gets goes to fight the guy and the guy tackles him and throws him. Okay. Now I'm pulling up. Now I'm pulling up. Okay? Oh, he just kicked him in the face. By the way, those two guys—whole lot of gang shit, whole lot of gang shit. Okay, ready? No, right, right now I'm pulling up. Right now I'm pulling up. See if you see Bert in the in the reflection. I'm I'm right to the right, by the way. I'm right to the right. that cadillac was still there here we go here we go i'm i'm really i'm watching them i'm watching all of this oh come on am i in my car right there i'm watching all of this happen by the way they did talk to him for a little bit right there so maybe i was a little later but oh, don't close that don't close oh i just i just froze it oh, okay it's it's saved okay cool um all right, so that's the podcast. Uh, it's just an extra. We'll do these. We'll try to do them every week and just throw them up on YouTube. And it's basically for me to write and talk and tell stories and see if I can find stuff to maybe go on my act. Maybe I'll work on this week. Maybe I'll work on the birthing canal or what it was like doing. I'd like to tell some stuff about the Travel Channel stuff. I did so much of it, and it's so different. Um, it's 1121. I think <coughs> me running today is not going to happen. Maybe I can push my car. My car picks me up in, in an hour. <coughs> If you're wondering, I'm getting uh, I'm getting these albums sent to me. I mean so many, it's ridiculous. So uh, keep sending them. I'm not by the way, I, I don't have the heart to break some of them. <laughs> like I could never break this Steve Martin album. I could never break it. It's like I like him too much, you know, and I want to listen to it. Buddy Hackett, I love Abbott and Costello. I love Johnny Carson. Dude, this is, I mean, this is like, these are the best bits from Johnny Carson. Whoever sent them to me, I, I got his name. His name's, hang on one second. Oh, the Burt Coins. I want to talk about that real quick. I thought you might enjoy these vintage comedy albums to put in your man cave. Thank you, Sean Hartman. I appreciate it. These are really cool. we the Walker Cheech and Chong and then Don Ho that's when that's when everyone starts sending me other ones where you get like Don Ho like really kind of I wouldn't mind listening to Don. I might have to get a record player now that'd be sick get a record player in here and just listen to Ari's records <laughs> the ones that are left someone sent me a double album of Wilco because they know I'm a Wilco fan I was like I can't break Wilco that's my I like that that's
1: an expensive stack of records
0: right so, there that's a, there's like this is probably a thousand dollars worth of records maybe yeah
1: there's a lot of them just say that they're all ten bucks, maybe. Uh,
0: they're not. Uh, records are twenty dollars. Oh my god! And the double albums are like sixty dollars. Whoa! Yeah. So uh, keep sending records. Maybe I'll start a record collection and just blow Ari's mind. I <laughs> just have the sickest collection. Bert coins have been uh, designed. We're, we're working on the design, uh, and we'll order them. They should be ready in like four weeks. We haven't fi- figured four, four, six to four weeks. We haven't figured out. The process of getting them yet But we will figure that out And when we know We'll we'll announce that And so uh, Yeah I just hope you guys Have a great week I'm off to Grand Rapids Then I'm back Marathon on Sunday I will keep you posted Follow me on Instagram If you want to see What's going on In the marathon And uh, And then Next The week after that I'm in Sacramento I added a Sunday show There are tickets available For the late Sunday show In Sacramento And then I'm off to Hawaii And then I'm in San Antonio Kentucky Lexington, Kentucky and uh, Utah. And then we're doing some big shows. Ari and I haven't announced them, but Ari and I are going to do some theaters together uh, in late June. We got a real big show coming in late June that I can't announce yet that's going to be uh, pretty big, Chicago. I don't know if it's on sale yet. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, and then the DV Comedy Fest in Pittsburgh. I think those are all my tour dates. I'm kind of slowing down. I'm going to do some more spots in the city and try to write because I, I wanted my new hour to be ready by the time... My Netflix special airs, so that I can go tour my new hour and figure out my new hour and do another special and uh, and work on these projects. So it's all about free content. I want you guys to enjoy. I want. I know how I am. Like, look, obviously, I am taking a ton of free content, you know, and so I enjoy it. I'm a fan of Jesus Miro because of all the shit they put out online. I love it. So uh, I just want you to keep enjoying it and uh, and hit up Tom today and let him know that he's a welcher. And that you kind of were let down on him. That you really always believed in him. That you thought that he was the hero. He was the guy that you could really understand because he did the hard work the right way. He did the hard work the right way. And he lost weight. He followed Joe's diet to a T. He didn't Mickey Mantle gene it and just not eat for fucking a month. He did it the right way. By the way, I still weigh less than him. I still weigh less than him I've kept the fucking weight off I still weigh less than him and the, and, Mark, and the movie I think we're like yo we need you bigger so they're having him put on weight I think he put on 150 pounds oh my god that's fake news by the way I love fucking with Ari and Tom so much I can't even tell you um, alright so that's it how much time do we do uh, an hour an hour have a great week everybody thank you so much